Welcome in. This is the Gordon Dammer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Lots to do on this Wednesday edition. Run through it all over the next 60 minutes before Golick and Wingo come your way at 6 o'clock. The number, you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. I am on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Dammer. Daily poll question is up for today. I was actually sitting here before the show, last couple of minutes before we get on the air, and said, oh, wow, I got all this extra time. Uh, what am I uh, forgetting? Oh, right, the poll question. So it is up. It's ready to go. It's there for you. You can vote on it, at Gordon Damer. And uh, today is Wednesday, so that means, of course, latest editions of everybody's favorite headlines. So we'll get to that a little bit later. So we're doing headlines today. So if you want to get on board, I would suggest do it early, 1-800-919-ESPN. All right, yesterday... Another baseball bombshell. I guess it was around, what, 8 o'clock last night? Red Sox announced they have decided to part ways with Alex Cora as their manager. Is actually sitting around. The wife was out working last night. So I had the kids by myself. Everybody's kind of off in their own separate quarters. I'm sitting there watching the MLB Network. And it's a replay of one of their shows from earlier. And then all of a sudden they break in. Breaking news. It gave me a heart attack. I was like, ah, I wasn't expecting that. I was just looking to watch a uh, replay of MLB now. And then I got MLB really right now. As Alex Cora, the Red Sox say they have parted ways with him. But let's be honest, that's a firing. So Monday it was the Astros, A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau. And now the Red Sox. And really all the Red Sox did yesterday was just get a jump on things. The fact that the Astros fired their guys... The fact that Major League Baseball's investigation into the Red Sox is still going on, but basically has already told you, Alex Cora was the ringleader. He's done this in two separate places. Red Sox have already been warned before. You saw what the punishment was for A.J. Hinch. It's almost certainly going to be more strict for Alex Cora, more punishing for him. So whenever that investigation, which is still ongoing, whenever it was done, whenever it came out, It was pretty clear Cora was going to be out. So you got a month to go, basically, before pitchers and catchers. So the Red Sox said to themselves, you know what? We see how this is going. There's only one way it can go. So now we got to get a jump on things. And maybe for the Red Sox organization, maybe it makes them look a little bit better in the eyes of Major League Baseball, right? They self-police themselves. So maybe whatever punishment might be reduced, And it really leaves the Red Sox in a bad spot. You lost your manager. Other punishments are coming. You would think it's probably going to be, I don't know, that you're going to get fined like uh, the Astros did. But that's not really important. It's the draft picks. And for the Red Sox, I think that that's more punishing for them because they seem to kind of be in this middle ground right now where they're not really expected to have a big season this year. You got the Mookie Betts question whether or not he gets moved in the course of this year. You got a new GM in Heim Bloom, and does this decision make him lean towards maybe taking a full step back in 2020 and starting to rebuild, reboot, tear down, whatever you want to call it? As for Cora, it's hard for me to imagine that that guy has not managed his last game. And it's funny, it seems like 24 hours later, the takeaway by many people within Major League Baseball is if they had to predict the one guy from the Astros, either Hinch or Lunau, who gets another shot, it seems like most think that Hinch will get the other sh- get another shot someplace, sometime. 
Obviously, he's got to serve the one-year suspension, so it's not going to be any time soon. But the fact that the investigation showed that he was against it, they detail how he smashed the camera, even though he didn't do anything to stop it. He didn't tell his players, hey, don't do this. He actually apologized or at least took a far more uh, apologetic tone in his statement as opposed to Lunau. I'm not convinced that either won't work again. I know that Lunau doesn't apparently have great relationships within baseball. A lot of people within baseball, the way he treats people is uh, is not endearing to them. But he is the architect of the Astros' success. He's the guy who built it. He did the tear down, did the tank. And he's the guy who is the mastermind behind the, the whole, I don't mean the, the, the cheating part of it, but the success that the Astros had, team of the future and all that, that. He's the guy that got it all started after coming over from the St. Louis Cardinals. As for Cora, I can't see the guy ever working again. He's still going to get suspended. The expectation is it's going to be longer than a year. So you're looking at a two-year suspension. He was the ringleader. He was the mastermind. He did it in two separate places. And if he's suspended for two years, man, I know two years is a long time in that the possibility, hey, two years from now, maybe people have for who knows what else comes out in two years. Maybe there's going to be examples here and there and everywhere of this going on. But the manager position has been so de-emphasized that it's kind of hard for me to see any organization saying, yeah, he's had great success and all that, but taking the PR hit to bring in Alex Cora when there's going to be other candidates available. So now you have A.J. Hinch, now you have Jeff Lunau, and now you have Alex Cora, all mentioned prominently in the report. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody I'm uh, forgetting? I don't think so. Uh, Oh, you know what? There is somebody. Carlos Beltran. I knew I was forgetting somebody. Mets manager Carlos Beltran, the only player cited specifically in the report, So now all eyes kind of shift to the Mets, right? Hinch was named. Lunau was named. Both gone. Cora was named. He's gone. So now you have to question what happens with Carlos Beltran. Major League Baseball gave the players involved immunity for coming clean. And it seems pretty obvious, right? They gave players immunity. Beltran was specifically named. And he got no punishment. So you have to assume that he came clean. He gave it up. He admitted to what he did, which was help put this program into place. So Major League Baseball has already come out and said that they're not going to punish him. But now the question is, will the Mets? Are the Mets actually going to have the one guy who is prominently named in the report not get punished in any way, even though he was part of the group? One of the ringleaders, maybe not the ringleader. I think if you had to put responsibility onto actually putting this plan into place, Alex Cora would be the number one guy. But you'd have to say that pretty high up, number two on the list would be Carlos Beltran. Yes, A.J. Hinch had a greater responsibility to stop it as the manager. Jeff Lunau had a greater responsibility to stop it as the general manager. But if you're looking at people who are actually involved in putting the program in place, Cora would be number one, but Carlos Beltran would be number two. So now you have the question, what are the Mets going to do? And that is the poll question for today, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. 
What do you think the Mets will actually do? Not what you think you would do. What do you think the Mets will end up doing? We gave you four options. A, they will fire him. B, they will suspend him. C, you'll get some tearful public apology. They'll hold a press conference. He'll come clean to a certain extent, but give you the typical, I'm not here to talk about the past, kind of back and forth and do that dance. Or do you think the Mets will do nothing? Those are your four options. That's the poll question. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. You know, before I get to, let's get a couple of calls. I always leave it till too late. And uh, we have headlines today, so let's get some calls in early. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. We'll start things off with Lewis and Whippany. Lewis, what's going on, my man? How you doing, Gordon? You all right over there? Uh, yeah, you, uh, the phone went into speaker for whatever reason. You blew up my uh, my ear. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Hey, listen, so the fact that Cora got fired... And it seems like, to be honest, now the punishment is starting to look kind of uh, not. It's not starting to look better because it's the teams that are actually policing themselves, and it's still uh, MLB is still dropped the ball on it. But the thing is, it might give the Mets uh, the opportunity to actually fire Beltran and actually get a, an actual manager. You know, I don't have anyone on the top of my head. You know, but the thing is, it might just give them an opportunity to actually go back and get someone that's going to be able to actually manage the team and not be like pretty much a rookie manager. Well, I mean, look, we've seen rookie managers uh, before, and if this had not come up with Carlos Beltran, I I don't think that uh, anybody would have a problem hiring Carlos Beltran. Respected in the game, players respect him, and that's a huge part of it. And, you know, I said I was watching uh, MLB Network yesterday, and uh, I think it was Dan O'Dowd who brought up the point. Maybe it was uh, Brian Kenny. I'm not sure who brought it up, that A.J. Hinch – was also kind of in a tough spot in that you it takes you all this time to build up the respect of the players and to get them on your side. And if he had come down and said, you know what, guys, no more of this, maybe he loses the locker room. And in his first stop with Arizona, that kind of was what happened. He kind of lost the, res- the respect of the players, and he was out pretty quick. So... Look, that doesn't excuse him. He still has to do what he was supposed to do, and he didn't. And uh, to me, the the punishment kind of fit the crime. Now, the punishment came from the Astros, not so much from Major League Baseball. But it is kind of a tricky little spot there that he was kind of in, much more so maybe than other people. There's a little bit more nuance to his situation. But in terms of Beltron, look, what should end up happening, not what will, is that he ha- he has to face the same punishment as everybody else. It's all well and good that Major League Baseball came out and uh, said the players would be immune to any punishment. But now that you know that and you're the Mets organization in a win-now spot, I think that that tells you if all the other teams involved did this, it's kind of hard to make the argument that you shouldn't do it too. 1-800-919-ESPN, one Seven six. All right, but that's not the poll question. What they should do. The question is what they will do. So we gave you the poll question. It's up on Twitter at Gordon Damer. You know, I, I, maybe it's a little bit off topic here, but uh, just to bring it up because I don't know what, if we'll get the chance to do it later. I, I'm going to go out on a limb. Tell me if you agree. I don't think the Knicks are as good as the Milwaukee Bucks. I know. I know. Uh, it's crazy to say it. 
But three games, it feels like every three weeks the Knicks play the Bucks and they just get absolutely destroyed. They lose by basically 30. I was on FanDuel yesterday just looking at, you know, games and lines and whatnot. The Knicks on the money line last night were plus 1280. So if you would have bet 100 on the Knicks and they had won, you would have won basically $1,300. That's a long shot. That's a long shot. But they did not – they did – Spoiler alert in case we haven't brought it up yet. They did not win. I think they lost by – it wasn't 30. I think it was like 27 or something like that. But, uh, yeah, not good. Not good. You know what else is not good? The Mets and Carlos Beltran. Beltran now in the crosshairs uh, specifically named in the investigation, the report that was released on Monday, the only player named. And what that tells you was that once Major League Baseball brought him in, despite what he said to Joel Sherman a couple of months ago, despite what he has said publicly it's pretty clear that once Major League Baseball got their hands on him, he admitted to what he did. And I think the first reaction to this after the, the Cora announcement last night of him being fired was only the Mets. Only the Mets can kind of find themselves in this spot. And this is not so much on the Mets, I think, that it is on Brody Van Wagner. I don't know what Beltran obviously told them when they went through the interview process, but it only makes sense even back then, that Beltron was involved. Even Dopey Me, 5 a.m. guy, said from the jump, well, there was a player involved and there was a coach involved. It seems pretty clear it would probably be Alex Cora and it would probably be Carlos Beltron. And you would think if anyone would have had the heads up on this, it would have been Brody. He's the best buddies with A.J. Hinch. Now, make no mistake... You never want to call for anybody's job, but it's kind of crazy that the fallout has been this strong. Everybody basically who has been named is out except for the player who had a major hand in developing the scheme. And if he had still been a player, I would say, okay, even though he was the player named, if all the players involved are not going to be, they're going to be off limits. Okay, fine. But once he becomes a manager, that's different. And the fact that the crime was when he was a player to me does not, should not mean that he gets off scot-free. Now, I'm not saying he has to be fired per se, but some you have to come down with some form of punishment. You have to give something. But that's not the poll question today. The poll question is, what are the Mets going to do? So the four options we gave you, fire him, suspend him, public apology, nothing. I think if I probably had to pick and money was on the line, unlike uh, me looking at the Knicks money line yesterday against the Bucks, I think if I was putting money on the line, I would say it's probably going to be some sort of public apology. But really, isn't like a public apology basically nothing? Like he gets up there and he does the song and dance that everybody does in this type of situation where he says, well, you know, things happen. I didn't realize it was as serious as it was. Nobody said not to do this. You know, I was just a player at the time. I take this very seriously. I'm not here to talk about the past, but just to kind of get past this. I, I apologize to the Mets. I apologize to this one. I apologize to that one. And away we go. I think that that's probably what will end up happening. And you know what? Even though there is proof, right? Proof that he was involved in a pretty major way. There's also proof that the Mets don't care. 
back in November when this thing was bubbling up and it was pretty clear at the time that Beltron was involved in some way. The questions were being asked. Brody Van Wagenen at the time said, quote, at this point, I don't see any reason why this is a Mets situation. And keep in mind, Jim, everybody in this situation has done what is best for them. Jim Crane fired his, his guys basically to make himself look good. Did it on TV for the most dramatic impact. See, I'm not taking this lightly. Even though you would have to say out of all the people that were involved, he got off the lightest by far. By far. And whether or not he knew or was just oblivious to what was going on in his organization, I don't know which one's worse. The Red Sox fired Cora because it was obvious he was gone anyway. There's no punishment coming for Beltron. Major League Baseball, either right or wrong, gave him a pass. So it's all good and well to say that the Mets should act because it makes them look bad. But I think they probably believe, and not wrongly so, that this too shall pass. Especially if they get off to a good start. They have a win-now team. They're going to have a good team. I was actually looking at the odds of the Mets winning the World Series this year. I think they were 19-1. to That's not terrible. Not terrible. So they probably believe, Brody Van Wagenen believes, and are having the conversations within the front office right now, that this, after a public apology, will be gone quickly. And if it's not gone quickly, it's because the Mets probably didn't get off to a good start. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. right, let's squeeze some more phone calls in here because people want to get in on this. Dylan is in Freehold. Dylan, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon, good morning. What's up? So here's my take. Hinch and Cora are getting in trouble because of what they did as managers. I don't care what Cora did as a bench coach. He's now under under fire for what he did as a Red Sox manager. They're saying that he won the same way. And there's got to be something pointing that pointing that out to be true, right? That's one. Two. Absolutely. No doubt Brody knew that something was up with Beltron. If you said he like you said he was Hinch's boy and he sat down with Carlos, I would not surprise me to ego Brody Van Wagner if he hired Carlos Beltron because he cheated in one. In all seriousness, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. And if you go back and you look at the Batanzas press conference, he literally said, I spoke with Carlos Beltron. He wants to win by any means necessary. And that quote is going to come back and bite him, no doubt in my mind. Now let me take it a step further. So what do, you, what do you think will end up happening? I'm praying it's a public apology, and I don't think it should be any more than that. I don't think Beltron should be punished. He's under the, the whatever you want to call it that he was a player at the time. It has nothing to do with him being a manager or a pos- person who is in a position in charge, making decisions, pretty much laying the law over the clubhouse. He had, was not in that position at all and should not get in trouble. And I want to take it a step further, Gordon. As a Mets fan, I wouldn't freaking bat an eyelash. I wouldn't lose any sleep whatsoever if Carlos Beltran was in his house right now designing an iPad that you can see signs at a center field, and it paid off for a Mets World Series. I would trade my losing my manager the very next season of course. and $5 million World Series. I pray the next sheet. Right? Uh, Dylan, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that you're, I mean, you're at least being honest. I think most fans, even the ones that will come out and say, oh, no, I don't want my team. Of course they would. It's the game we all play. As fans, you want your team to win by 
any means necessary. And if it means that you have to pay some price, some time down the road, all right, how does the $5 million impact you? How does the draft loss of draft picks really impact you? It doesn't. Get the World Series, get a title, get success, and you'll kind of, yeah, yeah, he's a cheater, but he's our cheater. I, I don't buy this that he was just a player. I understand why Major League Baseball did what they did because they wanted the most information, and that's the way they would be able to come clean now, and if you do, we'll give you immunity. But I think that the fact that he's a manager now and was part part of the reason why he got the job that he did was because of his ability to decipher signs. And it was if he had been doing that just by eyesight or just by uh, research in his own time, computers, whatever, that's one thing. He's the guy who helped put this in place. And now he's now in a position of power. You can't tell me that you take this seriously as an issue and then you have a guy who's sitting there with this job. And that's another thing that people, well, what about the Yankees, Gordon? You're a big Yankee fan. What about the Yankees? Well, I will say, people have brought that up. The Yankees probably were doing this too. I would just simply say, is there any evidence? What What's the evidence of that? Because the allegations against the Astros came out and the evidence basically was two minutes later. Hey, look at this. Here's guys banging on a trash can. Here's more guys banging on a trash can. Here's more examples. So that was the evidence. It wasn't just like, hey, I think they're doing this. Let's punish them. So if there is evidence somewhere down the road, hey, this is what the Yankees were doing. That's possible. I'll say that they have to be punished too. Who knew? Who put it in place? All those type of things. Let's go out to Jim in Ronkonkoma. Jim. Hey, Gordon. Um you remember the uh, the scandal between the Cardinals and the Astros regarding the uh, database hacking? Yeah, I think I think that was right after Jeff Luna went from the Cardinals to the Astros, right? Yeah, but he I mean it wasn't it was the Cardinals guy. What was his name? Chris Correa, I want to say he was the guy who was uh, involved in hacking into the Astros database, and I think I'm pretty sure he went to prison. He might still be in prison as a result of that. Oh, it's Correa. Okay, because I just saw some article where it said Luna was like at the very center of that whole. Scandal. Well, I think yeah. Well, he wasn't. He was in the center of the scandal, but it was because I think, from what I remember, I'll have to go back and kind of research it. But I think it was because he was just so disliked, and people wanted him to fail so publicly because of his uh, his personality, the way he treated people. That that's kind of what spurred that on. So I think that that was the story there. No, I don't think that he, he was not involved in hacking into somebody else's database. It was the Cardinals guy hacking into the Astros. Let's go out to Jose in the car. Jose. Hey, good morning. Gordon. I just wanted to say if, if Beltran was still a player, he would have not been named. I'm pretty sure Tua Correa, they have stuff to do with it. Isn't immunity carry the whole lifetime? Now he's the manager for the Mets. Why we got want him to get fired? Well, well, you know, I, I don't want. I don't. I don't necessarily think he has to be fired, but something you have to come out and do something. You can't just leave this out there. And it would be one thing if he was just a player, even though he was the player who was the most involved. He was the. He was part of the 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 duo that came up with this. Other players were involved, but the fact that the report cites specifically Alex Cora, Carlos Beltran. There's no way you can tell me that's not a good that that's a bad look. It's obviously a bad look for the Mets. It's not a good look. Here's your manager you've just brought in who is already even before he's managed a game, we're talking about possible punishment. And the fact that the Mets have not come out and said for sure 
makes you think that they're probably batting this around behind the scenes about what they're going to do. And I would think that you're probably going to – they have to come up with something here soon, right? Like either have the press conference this week, announce something, or the longer you leave it out there, I think that the, the more attention is going to be on the story. And if it ever did get to a month from now, I don't know when the Mets show up for pitchers and catchers, but it's probably about a month from now. The amount of attention that's going to be on that press conference for a first-time manager in Carlos Beltran, it's not going to be a good look. Foregone conclusion. In spite of these scores you see here, we'll get rid of those scores right now. We will, of course, add them to whatever the... Hey, Brad's score is still on there. It's gotten to be that kind of competition, hasn't it? So there's Alex Trebek and James Holzauer, the Tournament of Champions on Jeopardy. Have you been watching this? I have not. I have to be honest. I like Jeopardy, but it's not. It's one of those things that you catch sometimes. And I keep meaning to record it and watch it later because it does seem – and I finally caught it last night. And when you first saw the promos that they were going to do this, you see the guy James Holzauer, you see Ken Jennings, and then you saw this third guy, you're like – why is that guy there? So then last night I finally got to watch a little bit of it, and I was really like, why is that guy there? Because they have the scores up there, and if you didn't see the clip or figure it out from the – he had zero. The guy Brad Rudder, Ruder, had zero points. And it really – I felt bad for the guy. He's just standing there like an innocent – he was like a, a, a sideline reporter. Participation award. I don't even know if he got a participation award. He answered only slightly fewer questions than Alex Trebek, and Alex Trebek was not playing. Final Jeopardy, the guy actually went out for a sandwich. Nobody noticed. It was it was real. It's almost awkward to watch. You feel bad for the poor guy. I don't know why they didn't just <laughs> I guess they felt like they had to have 3 people and uh he was he was the lucky winner. He did not uh, did not get many questions right. He got about as many questions right as I did. And if I get like four questions right around, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. It is Wednesday. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is the third segment. So that you know what that means, people. That means it's time for headlines. Today's headlines. Extra, extra. All right. Let's get to the headlines here because uh, we got a lot of them. First one. Harry and Meghan and Britain, where did the fairy tale go sour? All right, so you have this story that's been out there. Prince Harry, his wife Meghan Markle, they've decided they want to step back from the royal family, from their duties. They want to become financially independent, basically live a more normal life, as from how I gather it. And I'll be honest with you, this is not a story that I'm keep. I'm apparently in the minority. I, this is not a story that I am keeping abreast of. Minute to minute. But it seems like a lot of people are. And I can't imagine why. And I can get the idea of, well, what did these people, what do they think they were getting into? Right? He's the prince. You wanted to be the princess. But I got to be honest with you. I think they should be applauded. Harry is like third in line to the crown. Which doesn't mean it. They're not ruled by a king or queen anymore. And he's third in line. A... The queen has been the queen for my entire life. I'm old now, and she's been the queen the whole time. I have to assume she's going to be the queen the whole time. Actually, right, she's the queen, and then 
Prince Charles is the next in line, I believe. Maybe he's given that up because he's so old. He that guy's got to be. He's like Brad from from Jeopardy. He's standing there waiting. Like, when do I get a turn? And now he's old. Then you got William, and then you got Harry. Like the, the Harry's never going to be the king. He's come to grips with it. And they're not taking. They're looking to be financially independent. Shouldn't we be like applauding them? Hey, don't be taking like taxpayer money for all these stupid things where you basically show up and wave. I feel like that they, they should be like, hey, you know what? You're right. Extra, Good extra. call. Good call dealing with reality. Oreo is bringing back most stuff cookies with more stuff than any existing Oreo variety. I like how they spell stuff with only one F. So you're not under any illusion that it's actually something that is you could make at home, right? Like it's not actually even stuff. They're spelling it with one F because it's just who knows what's in that thing. I have always suggested they should come up with a almost like a chips and guac kind of serving size where you just get the, the, the wafers and then you get a big tub of stuff and you just scoop it out into your mouth. <laughs> I would go to town on that. Extra, I gotta be honest. extra. Man hospitalized with three-day erection after taking bull stimulant. When he first got to the hospital, they were like, why are you telling us? I'm telling everybody. The solution, because he was so excited, was it actually turned out to be very simple. They simply just had him watch The Irishman. And that first hour was so boring, it took care of the whole problem. He was so bored out of his mind, he also fell in. It mellowed everything out, and he fell into the deepest sleep he's ever had. Extra, extra. Mark Hamill has quick Facebook. Oh, my God, how will we go on? Imagine you get into journalism, right? You, you, you're, you're looking to break the big story. You go to school, you get a degree, you get your job, and you think about, all right, this is what I'm going to do when I get into journalism. And then you're writing a story about how Mark Hamill has quit Facebook. Well, he's almost 70 years old. So I don't know that maybe he shouldn't be on Facebook. Time is waning. Like, get out there and uh, do something more important than be on Facebook. Extra, extra. Utah man gets locked in his gym. Dan Hill is a member of 24-Hour Fitness. He goes Saturday night to the gym to work out, swim some laps, gets out of the pool. The place is shut. Everybody's gone. They didn't notice that he was there. In fairness, it's called 24-Hour Fitness. This is not really on him. I'm the first person to blame people when they screw up. I don't believe that this guy is to blame at all. It's called 24-hour fitness. It's like the old uh, joke. Uh, you're, the sign says you're open 24 hours. Yeah, not in a row. This week oh, extra, this week extra. in Florida, man. Oh, it was busy. Florida man arrested after stealing golf balls and beating elderly golfer. Extra, extra. Florida man convicted of smuggling lizards from the Philippines. Extra, extra. Florida man lists heart-shaped potato on Facebook Marketplace for $4,500. Seems a little high. I don't know. I don't know if he's gotten any bites there, but hey, look, take your shot. Florida man arrested after Amazon Alexa alerts family of suspected theft. Extra, extra. I'm guessing that Amazon Alexa is more productive than some members of the family, if that's the case. Florida man arrested after officers watch his car theft on Instagram feed. Extra, extra. Florida man poses as prosecutors. He's charged with seven more felonies. Extra, extra. 
Straps. Florida woman was uh, very busy this week. Florida woman accused of throwing feces at landlord. Extra, I don't know extra. what the argument was about, but I don't think that that's going to be effective. I'm just I, much like my Nick's buck. She boy. had to get evicted. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm guessing that's probably the case. But she's going down swinging. Florida woman accused of peeing on a police officer trying to run down another man with her BMW. Extra, extra. And then finally, Florida woman arrested for making bomb in mason jar at Walmart. Allegedly. Let's put in allegedly. You always have to throw in allegedly. She's not been convicted. All right, there you go. Headlines for this week. Oh, my goodness. Florida woman getting his uh, activist Florida man. That's that New Year's resolution. Not going to take it. Me too world, right? Everybody's got to be equal. Apparently we screwed some stuff up today. What do you want from me? You should not be getting your royal information from me. I'm a dope. I tell you that all the time. Hey, it's Gordon Dammer. It's the Gordon Dammer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. We've been focusing on mostly sports today. And our poll question, which is up for today, comes into the big news of yesterday, which was obviously Alex Cora fired by the Red Sox. They can put it however they wanted to do it, but he was fired by the Red Sox because they know what was coming. The investigation into the Red Sox is still ongoing, but time is kind of of the essence. Spring training is basically about a month away. And if this was going to drag out any longer, it was just going to cost the Red Sox more time in finding whoever the replacement for Alex Cora is going to be. So yesterday, they get a jump on things by firing Cora. So now first it was A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau. Yesterday, Alex Cora. And now the focus kind of turns to the Mets and Carlos Beltran. And that's our poll question today. His fate remains in limbo. What do you think the Mets will do with their manager? What do you think they will end up doing? A, fire him. B, suspend him. C, have a press conference of some way in which he can kind of publicly apologize for basically lying about what his role was. Or C, do you think they end up doing nothing? And at least so far, nothing is leading the way. And uh, I can understand that. I think if the Mets had their druthers, they'd like to just to have this kind of go away. It's not going to. And I don't think it's certainly if they allow it to kind of fester here leading up to spring training, that first day of spring training is going to be pretty brutal for Carlos Beltran because all the focus is not going to be on the season, not going to be on the team, which should be a pretty good team. It's going to be all on this scandal. So you can vote on the poll question. I think if I had to put some money on it, I would say it's probably a public apology. I'd say it's probably going to have a press conference at some point, maybe this week, and he'll come out there and you know give you all the, the normal things that people say. He'll be well-coached. He's a smart guy. He'll be able to kind of apologize in a way where he doesn't implicate himself any further. But, you know, I'm not here to talk about the past and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I think will end up happening there. But apparently we screwed some stuff up today. Here's Bob and Tom's River to give us the proper line of, um, I, I don't know, well, of the know, royal crown here. What, what, what is it? Yeah. So the he's further is, down than third. He's not even third on the list, Harry, right? No, uh, he's got all of uh, William's children now. Between him, oh right, yeah. So he's but, like, he. I mean, the 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 scenario that would have to develop for Harry to be the king is like, it's 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 possible. Well, you never know. Uh, but as long as she keeps having more children, Princess Kate, he gets further and further away too. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know, but uh, I think he's around six or seven. All right, there uh, you go. Uh, See, I, I, I screwed that up too. Look, I, I can I can screw up anything, especially stuff that I really know nothing about. I I can't get over. I I go on Twitter. You go on. The, you look at news. You know, we do headlines. So I'm on the post every day. They have some other story. About Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And look, the reason they do is because people care. I can't imagine 
it's almost like a competition to see what collection of words they can put into a story to make me care less. And every day I think to myself, there's no way they could come up with a sentence that I would care less about. And then the next day, they do it. It's amazing. Uh, Andrew's in Warwick. Andrew. Hey, how are you, Gordon? Good morning. Good morning, man. Uh, real quick, I just was, uh, when you were talking about the Jeopardy thing, that guy, Brad, he actually has the most uh, most money won on the show ever, and that's why he was on. Although I agree with you, it was like he was <laughs> It wasn't this week. There. Yeah, he hasn't exactly. added to the total this week in any way. This is true. Yeah. And it was rough watching him, man. It was it was tough. Yeah. To, it was tough to watch. He's just standing there as a. And you know what? Like even when Ken Jennings wasn't getting to answer the question, you could see him like showing you that he's ringing the buzzer and he knows the answer. But it's just that yeah. James is better at playing the game. I think Ken Jennings, and not to give anything away, I think Ken Jennings is more knowledgeable. But that James Agreed. is better at the rules of the game and, and using the rules to his advantage. And using the gambling portion of it. Right. He likes to start with the high numbers, and then he likes to double down on everything. Yeah, that's the most amazing thing about the game. The guy James Hulzauer is that it took for him to come along, and you would think that everybody who's playing Jeopardy is fairly intelligent. And yet, and the show's been on forever. It's been on for 40 years or something. And he was the first guy to think, hey, you know what? Take all the big numbers first, get those right, then when you get to the daily double, you can bet this huge amount, and then nobody can catch you. It's when when it gets laid out like that, it makes base it makes perfect sense. But that nobody thought to do that before him. Anthony's in Staten Island. Anthony, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning. Hey, I, I can't remember uh, a fall of an organization so quick as the Astros. I mean, between the assistant, the GM, the coach, right, and losing calls, right? So, I mean. It's terrible, but you know when I look at it, and I, I was listening to some of the shows yesterday, and people are so outraged about the five million dollars, the owners, you know, the fine, and and look, that's voted by the owners. No owner is going to say, "Look, I want a hundred million dollar fine." Right? It's just, it, it, it's just, they're not going to do it, right? And the players are are obviously protected by the union, um, and so it's only natural that the managers and the GMs, they they they're the fall guys, and and let's face it, they get paid, they get paid, right? They, so they. they they're, they're well compensated, right? So I'm not worried about them. But if you did want to get the players, then I think you do have to consider vacating the title. And, and look, I'm not one of these people that are under the outrage perspective because I think the fine was the fine. I mean, and we move on. But if you really want to get them, you know, because you're telling me that Justin Verlander wouldn't be affected by not being able to put World Series champ on his resume. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I honestly don't think it would. Like, what does vacating the title actually do? Like, how does that impact anybody? Like, the players still well, have the rings. We all saw. It's not like you can go back and give it to somebody else. I don't know what vacating the title really even means. Well, I mean, look. Here's the thing, right? You're not going to be able to go after him in any other way, right? Because you know, when the whole team knew about it, I mean, what are you going to do? Suspend every single person no, on the that's team? That's fair. No, I get you. Right? So, so if you're gonna if you're gonna have a way of doing it where the union really can't do anything about it, right? You know, look, you take it away. I mean, look, it is what it is. It's it's not on his Wikipedia page, right? No, you know that that he doesn't have a he won't have a title. I mean, you're right. I mean, technically. I guess he's going to say, hey, I'm a champion, but it'll be taken away. I mean, I don't think there's much else you can do about it. I think in our minds it all it will have an asterisk anyway. I, I don't know. <laughs> with some of the things that pop up on people's Wikipedia page, I don't know if that's where you should be going for your research to begin with. But I get your point. Like, what else can you really do? 
but I just don't see what vacating the title to me means even less than the fine. Like if they had not fined the team at all, I'd be fine with it because five million. If five million dollars is all you can do, it doesn't really that doesn't it's not really a drop in the bucket. So I, I thought that that part of it was the most meaningless. But vacating the title, I, I, it would be one thing if you could go back and and play it over or, or somehow figure out who would have won. And some you can't do it. it. It's just not reality. Eddie is in Brooklyn. Eddie. Hey, good morning, um, Gordon, and I'd like to say good morning to all my members of Local 46. There you go. Listen, um, the Mets shouldn't have nothing to do with Carlos Beltran unless he told them what was going on. That's a different story. But as far as, like, if they didn't know and he did this stuff, I wouldn't want that guy to be part of my organization because every time now people are going to be looking at me like, are we cheating, are we doing this, or are we doing that? So I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't deal with that dude. Yeah, I mean, that's the part of it that we don't know, and I don't know necessarily that I will believe whatever I'm told now of whether or not he came clean to the Mets and said, oh, yeah, this is what we were doing. I would think that he probably did because I would think if you're within Major League Baseball circles like Brody is, he would kind of – it would kind of be an open secret, right? Listen to that clip. We didn't get to play it today of Alex Cora during the Red Sox series against the Yankees in London. He basically, he literally winked and nodded that Carlos Beltran is the reason why the Yankees were better at beating the Red Sox from the previous year. And you can take whatever inference you want from that. But it seems like this was a pretty open secret. So maybe Beltran did when he was interviewed by the Mets say, all right, this is what I did. And the Mets were okay with it. I don't think that makes them look all that good either. Don't think that makes them look good at all. All right, that's going to do it for us for today. Poll question is up. Please vote. It's on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. We will see you tomorrow at 5. Who knows? Maybe we'll have some news about Carlos Beltran then, but we'll start to look ahead to the playoffs and the NFL and everything else. So we'll see you at 5. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.